I'm Sam Carter. And I'm Dean Lowry. This is Carter and Lowry. Let's get started. Alright, welcome back to Carter and Lowry, episode number 53, and we are back. You know, it is uh, kind of, all the sports are going to come together, and uh, we're back with our original format of just the four sports. You know, we got college football first, then you got the uh, the uh, NFL, and then you got NBA, and then you got college basketball last. But Sam, obviously he's here with me today. Uh, we will not have Miles Harp. He is at his school's Final Four soccer game. And uh, Sam, my question to you is, what is your favorite uh, Thanksgiving food? Um, you know, I really love pumpkin pie, but, um, I got to go with my mom's golden potato casserole. It's a Mm. classic and only she can make it. So, you know. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a turkey guy. I like the, uh, the dark meat on the turkey. I'm also, I'm a big believer in stuffing, uh, and mac and cheese, you know, and cornbread. You know, I think Thanksgiving food's great. Some people say it's overrated. But I think it's fantastic. Um, but enough talk about food. It's time to talk about some college football. And our first game we're talking about is uh, number eight Oklahoma going down to Baylor, uh, twenty-seven to fourteen. Sam, uh, the Big Ten does not have a. I mean, excuse me, the Big Twelve does not have an undefeated team remaining. Uh, do you think they have a shot to make a team uh, get into, a team into the playoff? Um, no, I I think that just like the ACC. The uh, Big 12 chances of making the playoff are done. Um, just because, you know, there are some really good teams um, up there in the top six, and they were undefeated and, weren't, and couldn't even break the top six. So I, I, I don't see uh, Oklahoma or anybody else making the playoff. <laughs> And uh, looking at another game, uh, the biggest ACC matchup of the year, uh, number 12 Wake Forest facing off against number 16 NC State. Wake Forest winning by three. Uh, Sam, what are your thoughts on this game? Um, I mean, it was a good game. Uh, You know, I think that this basically makes it so that Wake um, is going to go to the uh, ACC championship game. Um, So... It's too bad for Clemson, too bad for State. Uh, so, you know. All right, and uh, moving to our last game, you know, you got obviously not a lot to say here, but Ohio State, you know, a little bit of a scare. Obviously, Purdue's been upsetting a lot of people, uh, but they take the cake at home at 59-31 to 31 against uh, number 19, Purdue. And looking ahead to next week, you got number 7, Michigan State, at number 4, Ohio State. Big, big 10 implications there. Uh, number 24, Arkansas, at number 2, Alabama. And number three, Oregon at number 24, Utah. Look at that game. That is very important because that is, you know, definitely upset watch for Oregon. Could shake things up substantially. And uh, Sam, why don't you take us uh, through what happened uh, with the Clemson Tigers this week? Um, You know, it wasn't a great performance, but, you know, it was a victory. Um, Defeated uh, UConn, one of maybe the worst um, Division I team. Uh, in college football, um, there's not much to say about it, but uh, we blew them out. And, uh, you know, looking ahead, you got the game next week versus uh, Wake Forest in uh, Memorial Stadium or Death Valley. 
Um, you know, do you think the Clemson has a shot to win this game? Um, I think we definitely do. I honestly, I think that Clemson is a better team. We just don't play like it and haven't played like it all season. Um, but I think if we get everything together, then uh, you know, we could we could definitely beat Wake. All right, exciting stuff there. And uh, the Tar Heels lost again uh, in overtime this time to Pitt, uh, thirty to twenty-three. Um, tough loss on a Thursday night. They're now five and five, and uh, they will play uh, Wofford next week. So hopefully, we'll become bowl eligible. And then you got the big game against State uh, in a couple weeks, and uh, that'll wrap up the season. Uh, hopefully, a bowl game for the Tar Heels in sight, but it's not guaranteed. Still got to be Wofford. Um, but Sam, any final thoughts on college football? Nope. All right, that's going to do it for college football. I'll be right back with the NFL. Welcome back to Carter and Lowry with our NFL segment. And uh, we are back uh, talking about a uh, interesting week for the Steelers. So, Sam, why don't you uh, go ahead and uh, start us off? Um, I don't even know what to say about this. Um, a tie with the worst team in the NFL, making the Lions 0-8-1. and Um. I mean, it's not a loss, but it's not a win. Uh, so, you know. Wow. And uh, that kind of sums it up. Obviously, Ben Roethlisberger out with uh, COVID, and uh, Mace Rudolph could not get the job done. Uh, you know, some terrible uh, coaching decisions in overtime uh, that led to the uh, loss of not, I'm going to call it a loss. You know, it should have been a win. And, uh, you know, next week they're playing, you know, just kind of to keep it alive. You know, I feel like, you know, they're second in the uh, AFC North, you know, kind of half a game behind uh, the Ravens. And, you know, Sam, just evaluating how this team has kind of played, being up and down, uh, where is your confidence level on a scale of 1 to 10 as of right now? Um, You know, I'm moving up, whereas earlier in the season I was going down. Um, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to go pessimistically at like a, a five, just because I think that we should be able to beat the worst team in the NFL, whether we have our starting QB or not. Um, but still, I'm not, I'm not scared, but I'm also not super comfortable. Hmm. Well, uh, a lot of uh, excitement is happening in uh, the Carolinas right now because the man is back. Cam Newton uh, has returned to the Carolina Panthers. Uh, he played on Sunday, scoring two touchdowns in his first two plays. Uh, the Panthers beat the best team in the NFL, 34-10. to uh, Next week they'll play against Washington. Cam Newton is expected to start there. Uh, Sam, uh, take us to the uh, emotions of the week uh, as, a, as a Charlotte for- sports fan. That's not necessarily... A uh, Panthers fan. Um, I mean, when they initially signed Cam Newton, I was like, seriously, because um, you know, when they cut him, I f- I thought that we were done with him, and well, not we, but the Panthers rather. Um, I thought the Panthers were done with him. Um, but he's back. And he played good against the Cardinals. Um, so I don't really have anything bad to say. 
So, well, uh, I certainly am excited. You know, I was you know never the biggest Cam fan, but uh, it's uh, definitely going to bring a lot of excitement to this team. You know, it's an interesting schedule because our next three games are against some pretty terrible teams, and then we have to play the Bills, the Bucks, the Saints, and the Bucks to finish up the season. So if we can win these next three games and be an eight and five. And just like look ahead, you know, just try to get something because I mean, it is just going to be a battle um, to make the playoffs just because the way those last four games are set up. Um, but, you know, that's a good thing. You know, we get to play the Bucks twice, so maybe we'll be able to catch them uh, that way because they're kind of floundering right now. And uh, Sam, why don't you take us uh, to what happened with your uh, fantasy team this week? Um, Let's see. I actually have not checked today to see if I won. Mm. Um, let's see. I won. I actually beat Andrew Thomas, who we had on a few weeks ago. Um, thanks to a terrible game by Matt Stafford. Um, I won 97 to 90. Um, you know, with Derrick Henry out, um, you know, it's it's been rough, to say the least. Um, I had two straight losses, but a victory this week, so I'm I'm happy about that. Yeah, and my team finally got a W after you know just the longest time, uh, losing game after game after game. You know, I think I had lost seven in a row, um, but a little lucky. You know, Miles' team a lot of buys, so I won sixty four to sixty. Uh, Russell Wilson with two points in his return. Great job, Russell. And uh, Travis Kelsey had a nice game, though, with uh, 16 points. So you'll love to see it. Uh, but, Sam, any final thoughts on this uh, NFL segment? Nope. I'll be right back talking about a great week for the Charlotte Hornets. Welcome back to Carter and Lowry. And we are back again with the Hornets. And, you know, last week we were all down in the dumps. Even Sam's prediction, he said this could be an 0-3 week. But forget about it. The Hornets go... 3-0, beat the Grizzlies, tight game, pull away. Beat the Knicks, tight game, pull away. Beat the Warriors, tight game, pull away. And I just want to give a little recap because this was an awesome week. You know, the Grizzlies, they came out firing. They scored like 40 points in the first quarter. We shut them down in the second, come back strong. The Knicks game, I was there, but Sam had a chance to go but didn't go. What were you thinking, Sam? Uh, you know, I, I don't have an excuse. Um, I wish I'd gone, wish I'd seen those fresh jerseys, seen an amazing game, but no, I was at home taking care of my dog, so. Well, uh, I hope your dog got some great treatment because, uh, what a playoff atmosphere type game, 50% of the crowd was Knicks fans, you know, it was just bonkers. Uh, great win there. Kimba exploded in the first quarter, but uh, Malzberg just came out uh, clutch in the fourth quarter. And then you got the Warriors game with just the dramatic ending of Draymond Green's great defense when the Hornets are up two with 20 seconds remaining, forced a jump ball. But Tirajir beats him in the jump ball, and uh, you know it's just it's just it's wild. Uh, Lamelo almost had a triple double. He's actually one of the top. I think he's like in the top. I think this week. He was second in the league in rebounds per game. Hmm. And that's just crazy uh, to me. But 
I mean, you know, looking ahead, you got the Wizards at ten and three next week. You got the Pacers at six and nine. I'm going to that game. The Hawks are six and nine, and the Wizards again. Uh, that game will be uh, on the road along with the Hawks game. And uh, like I said, the ten and three. So Sam, why don't you give us uh, your player of the week this week? Um, you know, I feel like there's multiple players that could get my player of the week this week. Um, but I gotta go tried and true Miles Bridges. It's gotta be with pretty good performances in all of these games, except for the Memphis game. Um, but you know, we didn't necessarily need him with the way Kelly Oubre played with 37 points. Is that right? Yep. It's crazy. Um, but you know, roughly 25 points in both the, against the Warriors and against the Knicks. Um, I think he's, at least right now, the heart and soul of the team. So, glad to see him playing well. Yeah, and uh, we're going to take you through uh, some top dogs right now. And, uh, you know, obviously we got the Wizards in first. Uh, nobody would have guessed this with Montrezl Harrell uh, at the helm, which is crazy to think about. They're 10-3. The Bulls and the Nets are ten and four, and the Heat are at nine and five. All right, Sam, what's going on out west? Out west, still the Golden State Warriors in first, but now at eleven and two, thanks to a Hornets victory. Um, mm. Then coming in second, we have the Phoenix Suns at ten and three, the Mavericks at nine and four at third, the Nuggets in fourth at four and three. Um, that's a bit of a t- that's a typo for me. That is uh, supposed to be uh, uh, nine and four. I'm sorry about that. But speaking of the Denver Nuggets, we got to talk about this legendary '90s style fight they had against the Heat. Uh, we just missed it. It was on Wednesday. Uh, if you've not seen it, Sam, have you seen it? I have. Yes. Okay, I can describe it. Uh, Nikola Jokic, who won MVP last year, um, is dribbling the ball at the court. He gets a kind of hard foul. Markeith Morris kind of he kind of like. Throws his body into him a little bit out of frustration um, for the previous play. And so Nikola Jokic, Marky Morris, you know, they call the foul. He walks away a little bit. And with his back turned, Nikola Jokic straight up just Ray Lewis, like, body checks him onto the ground. And, you know, a fight kind of breaks out. But, like, that was a football-level hit. And uh, Nikola Jokic was ejected. And, uh, Sam, first, you know, just kind of rate this fight on a scale of 1 to 10 of how, you know, entertaining it was for you um you know because there's not a lot of fights in uh today's league it's gonna have that making it uh higher ranked than it normally would be um i'm gonna go i'd say it was a seven and a half because i don't want to quite say eight um but it was very entertaining to talk about and watch. Um, definitely on Nikola Jokic's side, though. Um, you know, I like I like the retaliation. I'm just going to mm. say it. Uh, but, you know. Well, I thought it was a great fight. I'm sticking with Sam. I'm uh, going to go with about a 7.5. But I'm on Marquise Morris' side. You know, there's frustrating fouls all the time. And if you're the league MVP, you can't just be – you can't do that to somebody. Um, I agree that was an egregious foul, but you got to keep your cool. You know, it's the beginning of the season. You know, if it's in the playoffs, 
maybe that makes it worse. I don't, I don't know. But, uh, you know, very irritating stuff. You know, people are complaining about the uh, Wilson ball. So a lot of crazy stuff happening in the league right now. But, uh, Sam, any final thoughts? Nope. All right, that's going to do it for the NBA segment. And we'll be right back with some college basketball. For many years, people have complained, college basketball, where's opening week? It never has the intrigue of an NBA or an MLB or even an NFL. But uh, this year, it was brought uh, with some amazing games, uh, some great matchups like UCLA, um, you know, beating Villanova in overtime. You got Gonzaga absolutely pummeling number five Texas. And you got in the garden uh, Duke getting a big win against Kentucky. We're more to talk about on this Duke team, uh, which is one of the last two ranked teams uh, in the ACC. Normally, me and Sam kind of list them off, but the ACC is pretty weak sauce right now um, with just Duke and North Carolina uh, housing the uh, spaces. Duke at 7 and North Carolina at 18. And uh, last week, they picked up two victories, one against Loyola and a close one against Brown. Um, so, uh, Sam, why don't you take us uh, to our player of the week this week? So our player of the week this week has got to be R.J. Davis with 29 points against um, Loyola. Um, you know, it's just a great performance, a great game, great scoring, and a victory. Um, mm. So, you know. And uh, next week uh, we got Charleston, which is happening as we're recording. Uh, the Toros are down by six at halftime, but we we don't know. You know, uh, but we don't. And on Saturday they play number six Purdue, big matchup. And then they will play if they win, they'll play the winner of the Villanova Tennessee game. Or if they lose, they'll play the loser of the number five Villanova versus number seventeen Tennessee game. And now, as infamous with their program, we have to talk about some Duke basketball and some allegations and some arrests. Um, two players on the Duke basketball team were caught uh, driving under influence. Well, one uh, player, who is Coach K's grandson and Paolo Bancaro, the star player, uh, was assisting him in driving under the influence. They were arrested yesterday, and uh, they will have a co- some court sessions. And so, Sam, is this uh, something big to talk about, or is this just some typical Duke behavior? Um, I think it's both. Um, maybe that's just Duke slander, but, um, you know, why do you do this? Especially after, uh, what just happened with Henry Ruggs, the wide receiver for the Raiders. I mean, I, it's like, you can wait till the morning. There's nowhere you have to be that is that urgent that you would uh, drive illegally under the influence. Um, shameful Duke behavior. Mm. Wow. And uh, they're going to look to rebound to this week. Um, you know, some big games there. Um, but, you know, all around, you know, it's just kind of been crazy to start off college basketball. Um, but, you know, a big weekend for the Tar Heels. Even if they lose to Charleston, big weekend to try to prove themselves get some big ranked teams. I know that Charleston crowd is really fired up right now. Uh, and maybe you're fired up if you're a Toronto fan and you immediately listen to this. Um, but maybe they won by the time we put this out. We don't know. Uh, but Sam, any final thoughts in the episode? Nope. Right, that's going to do it for episode number 53 of Cardin Larry. You hear from us next Tuesday.